to the Raise Your Energy podcast. My name is Linda Lange and I am your host and energy expert. So do you know the dilemma that you want to protect your energy levels from others, but you still want to be kind, a kind and helpful person? And you might think that if you start to protect your energy, then you might not be anymore such a good friend or listener or colleague or parent. So I will give you today three practices how you can get better at protecting your energy levels and still be the kind person that you are today. So stay tuned. Protecting your energy levels is not selfish. Just remember what you're told by the steward or stewardess at the beginning of a flight. In case of an emergency, put on the oxygen mask on yourself first before you help anyone else. And I want you to make your energy levels a priority and not just in emergencies, but all the time. That way you're so much more powerful to help others and serve them better. We just had a visit from my husband's family the other weekend and I had to watch my energy. I made sure that I had some time by myself and that I could take care of myself and sneak in a few short meditations as well. I know if I don't do that, I get very low in energy and that's when I get frustrated, that's when I get irritated and that's when I don't like my behaviors anymore. And I bet you can relate to that and think of situations where you already know up front that a situation will take a lot or all of your energy. This is where the rubber hits the road, isn't it? And if you don't take care of your energy levels more seriously, then you will suffer the consequences of it. And not only you, but everyone else involved as well. Don't think that managing your energy levels makes you self-centered and egoistic. Think about it like that. When you have a full level of energy, you have so much more capacity to help others and to give to others, to give your time and your energy, but at the same time still feel energized and fulfilled in your own life. You can kind of compare it with a full glass or half glass of water. If you just have a half glass full of water, which is your energy level, you have to be mindful where you spend it on and how much water or energy you give away, right? You have to work from an mindset of scarcity and be mindful how much you're giving out, to whom you're giving it out, so you don't run out of water at the end and have nothing left for you. So it's always a tension between how much to give and who can you help. But if you look after yourself first and you have a full glass of water, a full capacity of energy, then all the water that spills out at the top of the glass can go freely to others. You don't have to worry about that you are running out of energy because your glass is already 
totally full. So everything that you produce, all the energy that comes on top of it can just go easily and freely to whoever needs it in your life. Isn't that beautiful? In this way of living, you do not need to worry about running out of energy, running out of water. You don't need to live by the principles of consequences or regrets or constraints. You can only live a way of this kind of abundance and not being worried about it if you decide to look after your energy levels first before you help everyone else in your life. And this applies not only to the people in your personal life. No, this applies as well to your boss, to your employees, to your co-workers. It's the same principle. You want to live by this in every area of your life. So it shows you the pure magic and it gives you all the energy that you want and that you need in your life to have the most joy and the most fun. Now, we don't usually learn all of this at school or at university, right? So this might be quite new to you or you would have thought always that the only way to regain energy is to sleep or to eat through your nutrition. But there are so many more ways for you to increase your energy, to protect your energy, to watch your energy levels while you're awake. So let's dive into these three practices that I have for you today and that I want to share with you. The first one is observe your energy levels. For you to be able to be more in control and protect your energy levels, you need to start understanding them much better than you do already. And you can do that by start to observe them, how they behave. Meditation truly helped me with that. It not only allowed me to observe myself, but it helped me to become more aware and in control of my own energy. I can now literally feel it inside of me. I can feel it go up and down and where it is currently happening when something happens in my life. But the cool thing is to watch yourself when your energy levels are going up or down depending on what is happening and who's around you in your life. So observe yourself in interactions with people and doing certain things like tasks at work or at home and understand more of where energy might be taken away from you or where you're actually gaining energy from. When I returned back from my burnout, back to work, I started to learn to observe my energy levels more. I did that when I was in call with people. I observed myself and the more I began to understand where I would spend more of my energy or less of it, the more I could understand what I need to do more of or what I need to do less of. And when I understand more of that, of how my energy is going up or down, I can look as well and investigate what does it do? What is the cause of it? What is causing me to have suddenly much less energy at the end of a call or have about the same energy than I had before I went into that call? Does that make sense to you? So I did the same as well in my work when it comes to tasks, and I still do. Certain tasks take hardly any of my energy. For example, writing the script of a podcast episode or writing my book. 
It hardly takes me any energy. I feel pretty much the same afterwards, sometimes a little bit less, sometimes even more. Sometimes it even gives me energy. And then there are other tasks. They take a lot of my energy. For example, working on my website. If I have to work for hours and hours on creating a new web page, it drains a lot of my energy. It takes a lot of my energy away from me. So when I have this understanding of my energy levels, I can manage and protect my energy levels better, right? I can make some decisions here on where to spend my energy. I can focus on having more of these tasks in my life and in my work that actually give me energy or that keep my energy levels neutral. And I can try to give away more of the tasks that drain my energy. I can outsource it. I can swap it with a colleague or just stop doing certain things or try to do them differently. You have all of these choices. If you start to understand about your energy, your energy levels and what drains them and how you can gain more energy again. And I do the same when it comes with interactions to people. I will put my energy levels first and I will think twice to interact with the person that drains my energies especially if I don't even have to interact with them. My energy is so much more important to me these days and I'm not taking it lightly. I'm not letting other people take it away so easily from me. I hope this explains more of why it is so important for you to get to know how your energy actually works. You want to become more aware, more mindful of your energy levels and check in when they go up and do more of that And when they go down, do less of it. Try it out. Just being aware and understanding your energy levels better will give you already more energy back into your life. I promise you that. Okay, so let's move on to the second practice that I want you to apply to your life, which is watch your reactions. The next thing that you want to be more in control of is your reaction to other people's stories. If you go all in and emotionally react to what people are telling you about, you are spending a lot of energy on something that is not even part of your life, not even your business. Let me give you an example. Let's say a friend of you just found out that they have some restructuring at work and there might be some redundancies. Can you imagine how your friend is going to tell you about all of their worries They're building some worst case scenarios and they're going to tell you how this is literally the worst time that this could happen to them. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you can imagine such a scenario. So if you go full in on that emotional roller coaster your friend is currently going through, you are taking all of these emotions inside of your body as well. You are literally creating them on demand And that is not even your situation. So you're going to create frustration in your body, panic, existential worry, sadness, anxiety, and many more. Being a good listener, a good friend and empathetic does not mean that you have to fill your body with all of these stress and survival emotions, which lower your frequency and ultimately your energy levels. You can listen to your friend. You can make them feel cared for and heard. 
and you can be in that conversation with them and you can still not take these emotions inside of you and live through them exactly how they do. If you get better at observing yourself, which we've just talked about in the first practice, you can make an internal decision to not go all in on that emotional roller coaster. You can decide instead to feel other emotions, emotions of care, love, compassion, and empathy while you're listening to them. Does this make sense to you? Do you see that the other emotions of care and empathy and love are much more helpful, first of all, for you in that situation, but as well for your friend? The same applies if you are in conversations, let's say, for example, at work or at a party and someone is displaying behaviors of complaining, judging, making excuses, all of that kind of stuff. You do not need to chip in. You do not need to react and go into that conversation with that other person. If you want to protect your energy and actually keep your energy for yourself, you don't respond to that. If this is a situation where you're not even that close to that other person, like you've maybe just met them, or it's just a colleague in a different department, you have so many choices here, let me tell you. First of all, you can literally get up and walk away. You can do that. I promise you that. I have done that many times. It's not as awful as you think. You can come up with something like you want to get another drink, you need to go to the toilet, you need to go back to work, anything. You can just get up and walk away from that conversation. I have done this so many times before because it is not worth it for me to lose my energy in that conversation and talk to that person. My energy and my good mood at that point in time is so much more important to me. And if you feel like you can't really walk away, that's fine as well. But just don't react to their blaming and complaining. Don't respond or be supportive of it or go full into that conversation. I have done this before and it might feel weird at the beginning for you, but with practice you get better at it. And it might feel as well weird for the other person, but that doesn't matter because you know what happens is they will either change their topic because you're not responding and of course that's what they want you to do or they might even get up and walk away themselves. Perfect. <laughs> if you don't react, they will change something because they are not getting your energy and that's what they really want. So of course you have as well the option to drive the conversation into a different direction. You can steer it to something more positive or minimum neutral. You can ask them something completely different where you know they will be more positive or they will be happy to talk about. It works wonders, I tell you that. The most important part is for you to take responsibility for your reaction to someone else. If you have listened to my podcast before, you know that I will not allow you to be the victim in your life. And I will not allow you to be the victim in such a conversation. You're the creator of your life. And that means as well that you're the creator of your reaction in such situations. And see it as a practice. See it as a learning process. It will take a few times for you to practice different ways to protect your energy 
Even the getting up and walking away situation needs a bit of practice. But believe me, after you've done it a few times, it gets very easy and it feels really, really good. Just imagine all of that extra energy and the good mood that you can keep for yourself instead of getting sucked into an energy draining conversation or discussion, right? Okay, let's move on to practice number three, which is do what you expect of others yourself. This one probably needs a little bit more explanation as it does not sound so straightforward, but it is in the end quite simple. It's just not as easy as it sounds. Quite often we are looking for something in another person, in our partner, in our colleague, in our best friend, in our boss, in our children, maybe even in a potential partner or friend that we haven't even met yet. And if we're looking to receive something from another person, let's say love, if we're looking to receive more love from another person, it means that you don't even love yourself enough. That's why you have this gap, this hole inside of you. If you would love yourself enough, you would not need another person to love you more. Just imagine you are already full of love by yourself. Yes, you will be loved by other people, the same as you are today. But you would not have this hole inside of you that you think somebody else needs you to fill. If you want your boss to give you more praise for your hard work, you are not giving yourself enough praise first. If you would honor yourself and you see how much great work you produce and you're proud of yourself, you would not need to look for your boss to praise you. If you're looking for your best friend to be more compassionate to you, you are not compassionate enough with yourself. If you would be much more understanding, compassionate with yourself, and you would feel like you're really taking care of yourself and your mental health, then you would not be looking for it in your best friend. I hope this makes sense to you. And I know I might be triggering something inside of you, but still, I want you to look at that. Don't shy away from it. Otherwise, you will never fill that hole inside of you if you're not looking to give it to yourself first. And you might ask me now, what does this have to do with energy? Well, the answer is everything. Think about how much energy you spend on getting someone else to love you more. There is all this energy you spend on worrying and wondering why they don't, when will they, and what is wrong with them. There is all this energy you might be spending on being angry or disappointed or frustrated or just waiting all the time. Maybe you even have discussions about it, which is really putting a strain on your relationship. All of this energy is spent on something that will never fill that hole inside of you. It will never fill that hole of needing more love from someone else because what you're missing is loving yourself first. And what if you open your eyes to this fact today? You redirect all of this energy to learn how to love yourself now instead. Just imagine how much better you will feel, how much more harmony you will have in your life and how much more extra energy you get out of it. So I have given you today three practices of 
how you can protect your energy levels, how you can gain more energy back into your life, I bet one of them minimum resonates with you, maybe all three of them. So go away and apply them. <laughs> and if you want to learn more about how to protect your energy, I have a great course totally free for you. It's called Mind Your Energy. I will put the link in the show notes so you can sign up for it and watch the videos. Thank you so much for listening today. And with that, I love you and leave you and talk soon and bye bye.